Hey, this is Pastor Chris Jane, and I want to thank you for listening to the Hope Church Sermon of the Week. For more information, check out our website, brhope.church. I hope this message is a blessing to you. Enjoy. Morning, everyone. How are my favorite people this morning? Everybody's good. It's not an easy uh, week for the Janes. Um, Siobhan lost her Uncle Bobby. Uh, we knew it was coming. She went down last week and spent some time with him, and then she was going to go Saturday, uh, get on a plane in the morning, but very, very late Friday night, early Saturday morning, he passed away in his sleep. And so uh, he's with the Lord now, and we're, we're grateful for that. But it means we're probably going to be gone this next week because the, the memorial is going to be this Friday, and, and uh, so we're going to go down and be there for them. But... Um, yeah, tough, tough week for the Janes. The Tigers have lost 10 straight games. Anybody see them play this weekend? See any of the Tigers games this weekend? We lost mostly at home, like 10 straight games. Then we go out to Queens and beat the Mets in like a nail-biter. Then last night we go extra innings. It's crazy. They need help over there. And we lost in extra innings last night, but it felt good that we were like scrapping, hanging in there. Oh, against the amazing Mets. Um, we're going to be at uh, 1 Corinthians 13 this morning. If you've got your Bibles or your phones or whatever, just kind of open them to there. I'll be there shortly. 1 Corinthians 13. I wonder what he's going to speak about this morning. <laughs> oh, I do love you guys. I... Um, yeah, I, um, I've really been looking forward to seeing you guys this week. Um, let's read this together. First Corinthians, I'm just going to read the first, the first three verses. I'm reading it in the, uh, the Passion Translation, but um, it says this. It says, If I were to speak with eloquence in earth's many languages and in the heavenly tongues of angels, yet I didn't express myself with love, my words would be reduced to the hollow sound of nothing more than a clanging cymbal. And if I were to have the gift of prophecy with a profound understanding of God's hidden secrets, and if I possessed unending supernatural knowledge, and if I had the greatest gift of faith that could move mountains but have never learned to love, then I am nothing. And if I were to be so generous as to give everything I owned to feed the poor and to offer my body to be burned as a martyr, if it's without the pure motive of love, I would gain nothing of value. Strong words. Pray with me. Father, help us, to, help us to understand what love really is. Help us to understand your love. We don't want to just go through the motions. We don't want to um, just be a, a, make a noise and, and uh, giving everything away for show. And we want everything we do to come out of that, that pure motive of love. So, Father, help us understand what that is. And I just pray that your revelation would be released through me every time I preach the wonderful mystery of the hope-filled gospel. And, Father, help the Tigers win today. Amen. 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 I say that with love. Pure motive there. Hey, Noble. Will you come help me? Come here. Come here, bud. 
How are you? Good. You doing good this morning? Uh-huh. I smell your cupcakes here. I can, you can smell them? Hey, do you know your daddy loves you? Yeah. You do? To How? the moon and back. To the moon and back, yeah. You love your daddy? Mm-hmm. How much? To the moon and back. Thanks, buddy. That's how we measure uh, love in our family, in distance. And uh, we've been telling him for years that uh, we love him to the moon and back. He's never had to wonder how much his father loves him because I tell him all the time, I love him to the moon and back. And, uh, you know, he has, it's almost like when, you're, when you know how much you're loved, you, it's just natural response that you love back that same, that same distance, right? To the moon and back. Uh, some families use this one. I love you this much. Anybody do that with their kids? How much? How much? This much. <laughs> what is that for? You're just scowling at me for. You don't like that one? <laughs> I love you this much. <laughs> I don't know. How'd your family do it? I love you more. Yeah. That's a good one, too. Some families don't do any of this, do they? Some families, some families don't even have love, you know? Um, family's not maybe what it, what it used to be. Seems like these days we sort of pick our families, don't we? You know, um, you're related to some people, but then there's people that are family, right? Yeah. Because in some families, you just get hurt and hurt and hurt until you think that pain is love, right? That you, you've heard them say it too, like she's got a black eye and she goes, well, I guess that's love. That's not love. Because love isn't, isn't selfish. Love doesn't put itself first. We're celebrating Memorial Day tomorrow. I think soldiers know about love on a level a lot of us never understand. Do we have any, um, anybody who's served in armed forces with us? Would you stand up? Thank you very much. Uh, the Bible says there's no greater love than a man would lay down his life and I think soldiers, especially guys your age, uh, Roger served in Vietnam. Did, did either of you guys serve in wartime? Yep. Persian Gulf, yep. So when you guys signed your name on that line, you knew what it could mean. You know, that it could mean that you'd have to give your life for the rest of us who maybe wouldn't even ever know. That's, that's a kind of love isn't it? See, Nobles never had to wonder if his father loves him. But I didn't really grow up that way. I don't know how how you guys grew up, but um, my dad bailed on us right after I was born. And the man who adopted us wasn't really much for showing affection, you know? He was, he was what you call, like, he was a good man, but he was a hard man, you know. 
didn't show a lot of emotion. And then, uh, and then I was about 13, I guess, when uh, Roger married Sylvia. And it, you know, I have a great role model now for, for what loving relationship between father and son is supposed to be. But I didn't have that for all those foundational years, those formative years. I'm just glad my kids aren't ever going to have to wonder. Why is this important? I... I want, to start a, um, I want to start a new series this morning, and I'm just calling it simply, Love Is. And I don't know if I'm going to do them all in order or, or what. This might be something we just continue to revisit. Why? Because I want you to know God. I want you to find freedom. I want you to discover your purpose so that you can make a difference. And I think it all starts here. We've got to know how God feels about us. We've got to know what love is because if, if our heart is right, then everything that comes out of it is right. Do you get that? If our heart is right, there's no offense towards one another. You know, love doesn't cause offense. It, love doesn't judge. Love doesn't cause condemnation, right? What does love do? Love calls out the best in people doesn't it? Love calls out their goodness, calls out their righteousness, it calls out the truth of who they are in Christ. So what is it? What is love? The the dictionary defines it as an intense feeling of deep affection or strong affection for another arising out of kinship or personal ties, warm attachment, enthusiasm, or devotion an unselfish, loyal, and benevolent concern for the good of another, such as the, father, the fatherly concern of, of God for humankind, brotherly concern for, for others, and a person's adoration of God. There's all different types of love, aren't there? I mean, I know in the Bible there are four different kinds of love, and we're not going to get into that today. What I really want for today is just just a first look at what this word means, what God means when he says it, what Jesus was talking about when he spoke about love. Everything from as simple as like the way we love our pets. You know what I mean? It's real easy to love your dog, isn't it? Because they never, they never stop loving back. In fact, I think I'm even, I'm wearing the I Love Lucy socks that Siobhan got me for, uh, for our bulldog with her face on it. But uh, I want to know what God says about it. I'm going to read for you the next several verses. If you're still in 1 Corinthians 13, um, I'm just going to continue from verse 4. I'm not going to put it up. I just want to read it to you out of the Passion. I want you to just listen. And just, um, this this is what God says love is. Love is large and incredibly patient. Love is gentle and consistently kind to all. It refuses to be jealous when blessing comes to someone else. Love does not brag about one's achievements nor inflate its own importance. Love does not traffic in shame and disrespect nor selfishly seek its own honor. I'll say that again. Love 
does not traffic in shame and disrespect, ever. It never selfishly seeks its own honor. Love is not easily irritated or quick to take offense. Love joyfully celebrates honesty and finds no delight in what is wrong. Love is a place of shelter, for it never stops believing the best for others. Love never takes failure as defeat, for it never gives up. Love never stops loving. I'm going to keep reading for you. I want you to understand the context this is written in. Love never stops loving. It extends beyond the gift of prophecy, which eventually fades away. Because one day we'll be with him. We won't need prophecy. He'll speak clearly to us. It is more enduring than tongues, which one day will fall silent. Love remains long after words of knowledge are forgotten. Our present knowledge and our prophecies are but partial. But when love's perfection arrives, it's when he returns the partial will fade away. When I was a child, I spoke about childish matters, for I saw things like a child and reasoned like a child. But the day came when I matured and I set aside my childish ways. For now we see but a faint reflection of riddles and mysteries as though reflected in a mirror. But one day we'll see face to face. My understanding is incomplete now, but one day I'll understand everything, just as everything about me has been fully understood. Until then, there are three things that remain. Faith, hope, and love. Yet love surpasses them all. So above all else, let love be the beautiful prize to which you run. Isn't that good? I'm really encouraged when I read that. that sorry, that um, even the Apostle Paul didn't have it all figured out. Still, there's the mystery of God that, that can sometimes feel like riddles. You know, so that encourages me, and it should encourage you. If he didn't have it all figured out, I don't have to have it all figured out just yet. So God says all these things about love. Love is large and incredibly patient. It's gentle, kind, on and on. I want to just take our time to go through these. Today, I really just want to I want to talk about how big God's love is. Love is large. It's the first one on there. What did Jesus say about, about love? He had, a, he had a couple real strong things to say about love. The first thing he said is that it's the greatest commandment, right? He said in uh, Matthew 22, he said, when the Pharisees heard that Jesus had silenced the Sadducees, they called a meeting to discuss how to trap Jesus. See, they keep trying to figure out how to trip him up, how to get him to say the wrong thing, and he keeps just, just knocking them down. They're setting him up. He's, he's taking them right over the fence. So they come and they say, teacher, which commandment in the law is the greatest? And he answered him. This is Jesus speaking. He says, love the Lord your God with every passion of your heart, with all the energy of your being, and with every thought that is within you. That is the great and supreme commandment. And the second is like it in importance. You must love your friend in the same way you love yourself. Contained within these commandments to love, you will find all the meaning of the law and prophets. You get what he's saying there? All of this can be summed up in those two things. Love the Lord with everything you have and love each other the same way that he loved us. How did he love us? By giving his life for us, didn't he?
So love is the greatest commandment. The other thing he said is, love is our trademark. As a, as a Christ follower, love is our trademark. Right? He said in John 13, so I give you now a new commandment. Love each other just as much as I have loved you. For when you demonstrate the same love I have for you by loving one another, everyone will know that you're my true followers. I want you to just, just think for just a second. When you hear the word Christian in media, in TV, in wherever it is, what's the context? You know, I mean, how are Christians known in our society? This is how we're supposed to be known. Not for what we hate, not for what we're against or who we're, who we're boycotting this week or, you know, who we're condemning that week. He just said, it's very simple, the same way I've loved you, love each other. This is how they'll know that you're a true follower of mine. Here at Hope Church, one of our core values is that we will honor and love each other at all times. And, we're, and we, sh we try for this. I want us all to, this is how, this is how we're going to behave. This is how we're going to treat each other. This is we're gonna, how we're going to treat people who join us. doesn't matter. Nothing else matters. We're going to honor and we're going to love people because that is our trademark. Amen? Okay. So God's love is large. It's big, you guys. It's really big. I feel like one of the things. God's love is so big. It's like one of those, you know, uh, like my friend's forehead is so big. Here, you guys try it. How big is it? Come on, let's try this again. His forehead is so big. It's like he, his dreams are in IMAX. <laughs> my friend's forehead is so big. It's like his face has started melting. His head is so big. Coneheads was just a documentary about his family. His forehead is so big. It's like somebody drew a face on a balloon and squeezed the bottom. Come on, his forehead is so big. God loved him so much that he gave him one face then started cleaning off a space for another one. That's good, but, but God's love is so big. I appreciate that. You guys, you almost got there. I mean, I gave you like five or six warm-ups. It's so big. It's so large. God's love is large, but large compared to what? How big is it? I mean, here at, at Hope Church, we've been given a mission to love and disciple a four-county area, right? Macosta, Lake, Osceola, Nuevo. That's our vision here. That's the vision he's given us, to see those counties discipled and to reach the nations with the gospel of Jesus Christ through the students at, at Ferris State. So, I mean, this, just this area that we're supposed to cover is 2,580 square miles. That's pretty big. 125,000 people live in our soul zone. Can you see yourself on there? That's pretty big. I mean, we've been called to reach the nations. Just our nation alone, I mean, the, the, the United States is 
like 3.8 million square miles. Like 327 million people we're up to now. That's pretty big. But we're called to reach the nations. The earth's pretty big. 200 million square miles, almost 8 billion people. Is that big? That's pretty big. It's nothing compared to the sun. 12,000 of our planets could fit inside the sun. That's big, right? You got to admit it. That's pretty big. That's large. If we're talking large, that's large. But the sun's just just one little star in our, this galaxy we live in called the Milky Way. It takes light 100,000 years to just travel across our galaxy. That's our neighborhood that we live in. You know, light travels at 186,000 miles per second. 100,000 years it would take it at that speed to get across there. And that's just, that's just our, our galaxy that we live in. See, there you are. This is new. This is newer. This is uh, the biggest structure that we've found so far in space. This is called uh, Laniakea. See that red dot? That's us. You're, you're on there somewhere. They estimate that it would take light 10 billion years to get across this, this collection of galaxies and, and stars. That's pretty big, isn't it? Infinity a number greater than any assignable quantity or countable number. This is God's love. Bigger than all those things. There aren't enough light years to count it. There is no countable number. That's how big God's love is. You ask how big it is, this is how big. It's infinite. It's never-ending. You can't find the start of it. You'll never find the end of it. It never gives up. It never fails. You can't outrun it. It'll never stop chasing you. And Jesus says, my love is so big. He says, as far as the east is from the west as he stretched his arms out on that cross and he said, I love you this much. Took off his crown, climbed onto the cross to give his life for us. We sang about it earlier. How could it be that, our, that a king would die for me? John 3.16 it says, for this is how much God loved the world. He gave his one and only unique son as a gift. So now everyone who believes in him will never perish but experience everlasting life. 
God did not send his son into the world to judge and condemn the world, but to be its savior and rescue it. This is the good news. This is why we're here. This is what people need to know about. An infinite love that has no boundaries, that has no hang-ups, that doesn't fall short, that doesn't give up, that doesn't stop trying, doesn't put itself first, but never stops pursuing you. What could we possibly say about a love like that? You know, how do we respond to a love like that? If you knew your whole life that you were loved like this, infinity, how would, you, how would that have changed things? How would that have changed how you saw your father, how you saw the world, how you saw the people around you? So I believe it would change everything. I think when a person knows that they're a child of the king who's beloved, they have no, it's just human nature to respond accordingly and to share that love with everyone you come into contact with. What if that was our de defining trait? What if that's what people said about you? When your name got mentioned, they said, man, that guy loves his kids. Man. She takes care of everything. He only ever has a good word for everybody. How would your life be different if you'd known this all along, if you knew that his love never gives up, that his grace is sufficient, that his mercies are new every morning? Each and every day of your life, this is reality. This is reality. Why don't you pray with me? Let's stand up and pray together. God, you are so good. You're so good and your love is so amazing. Father, I can't help but respond. I, I want to love you the rest of my life. hang out in your presence, Father, and just love on you. I thank you that we don't, I don't have to wonder if you care. I don't have to wonder if you love me. I don't have to wonder how much. I know how much. It's to the edges of infinity and back. Thank you, Father, that you never stopped pursuing me, that you never gave up on me. Even when I was at my worst, you still sent your best. You sent Jesus to step down out of heaven's throne room into the sea of humanity, of dirty humanity, to live a perfect life and die a perfect death so that we don't have to. That's the good news, Father. Father, if there's anybody in this room that has not experienced your love in this way, I pray today would be the day they would have a encounter with the love of God this morning, that 
they wouldn't be able to leave here without the tangible presence of God all over them, without your love just saturating them, that everywhere they go, they would be this sloshing container filled to the brim with love, that everyone they come in contact with, Father, will be spilled on, that will be uh, washed off and, and, and will come to know you as, as their Savior, come to know us as Christ followers because of your love, because of the way we treat people. Father, help us to love like that. It's in your name we pray. Amen. Amen. I love you guys. I mean that. I don't just say that. If anybody needs anything, if you need prayer, these altars are open. If, you, if you've got pain in your body, I... I know a God that can take care of that. If you're not sure whether you walked out of here and died, if you would go and spend eternity in heaven, I mean, Uncle Bob, I mean, it can happen like that. If you don't know for sure, I know a miracle prayer that can take care of that today. Don't leave without taking care of that. Everybody else, I love you. Be blessed. Have a wonderful week. We'll see you next time. Okay, that's going to do it for this week. I really hope that this message was a blessing to you. If it was, why not subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and leave us a review. It really does help. Thanks and have a blessed week.